Are you reluctant to voice your opinion because of the turmoil it can cause and you just want to keep the peace? Then listen in as I share my perspective on the climate of expression and our right and duty as leaders to speak up. Let's go. Let's talk about the last year. It's been turmoil, fear, desperation, sadness, loss of work, loss of businesses, loss of family members, and loneliness has skyrocketed and freedom is under attack. And people took hating each other to a whole new level in 2020. As soon as people were no longer occupied with hating each other over the American election, they were so consumed with hate that it turned to hating each other over how we reacted to the pandemic. And people hate people who fear the virus, and people hate people who don't fear the virus. We've become a society that hates the haters, and we're not afraid to say it. Online, of course. But the problem is that the hater is defined as someone holding a different opinion or viewpoint than ourselves. Now, anyone who knows me will tell you that I have opinions. I've even been called opinionated. I had to look that up. And uh, the Cambridge Dictionary says that an opinionated person is certain about their beliefs and express their ideas strongly and often. And it didn't resonate all too well with me, but when I looked up the American Dictionary, it said, having strong opinions that you feel free to express. Now that I can vouch for. Having strong opinions that you feel free to express doesn't mean that you're not open to others' opinions or that your aim is to share your opinion just for the sake of sharing your opinion or that you enjoy hearing your own voice. I've heard a few times that I have a strong opinion about everything, but that's not true because I don't have a strong opinion about wild salmon versus uh, farmed salmon. And I don't have a strong opinion about school meals or school uniforms. There's a lot of things I don't have a strong opinion about. But you can, however, trust that if and when I voice my opinion, it is because I have a strong belief about it. And I have reflected on it. I probably did some research about it, too. However, I don't have to be an expert in the field to have an opinion about it. But I've noticed that in the common fields online, there is a surge of fact-checking squads consisting of ordinary people, just like you and me, ready to take us down if we can't back our opinions with facts and scientific data or evidence. Now, personally, I'm not afraid of strong opinions, even when they don't align with mine and even when they come against me personally. It wasn't always that way. I used to be so afraid of not being liked that I shrunk back in moments when I should have stood up. Fear of being exposed is not qualified, of not being smart or educated enough, of being selfish or mistaken for unkind. Because some of my opinions would hurt some people because it stood up against their beliefs and their opinions. 
And I was not secure enough in who I was or in knowing that my motives were pure. Now it's a different story and a different age. I welcome diversity, and that applies to diversity of opinion as well. What it seems like we've forgotten is that we've all got different values based on our different experiences, different stories. We come from different cultures, different countries, and different neighborhoods. We're all different, but somehow we have this romantic notion that we are supposed to have the same perspective and opinions. And we expect others to see the world like we see it. But that's not realistic. And it sets people up against each other as enemies instead of conversation partners who can offer different perspectives that we can use either to strengthen our own beliefs or adapt with new insight or maybe bring insight to others. But we've become so afraid of opinions and viewpoints that don't align with ours because it threatens our perception of what we know to be true. So if what they believe is true, then I'm believing a lie. And that makes the danger signal go off in our minds. And it breeds uncertainty. And our brains crave congruency and it needs to understand. It wants things to line up and make sense. And when it doesn't, a natural response to it is to do what we can to make sense of it. And the result of that can be destructive. Because when we're too quick to come to the easy conclusion that people who don't agree with us are idiots, it can cause real damage to our lives. It can cause our families to split up. It can cause neighbors to stop talking to each other. Employees to lose their jobs. All in the sake of trying to define who's right and who's wrong. What we could do instead is lay our fear of mismatched opinions down and approach diversity in opinions with curiosity. If we seek to understand why others perceive differently, we'll also be more generous in accepting people we don't naturally understand. We also get in a position to share our own perspectives, values, and create understanding of why we believe what we do. And we don't have to agree to get along. We don't have to share the same opinion to be kind to each other. Maybe we don't have enough in common to want to be best friends and hang out. But there is no excuse for not being civil and treating others the same way we want to be treated. And what I see in the comments on social media is not be people being civil, because I see name-calling, belittling, demeaning, and derogatory comments. People are hurting other people, and they feel justified doing it. And this needs to stop. People who aren't capable of fighting nice need to leave the ring. And when they don't, we have to stop reacting to their hits with the same hate they project. But you are the answer. You, my friend, are the antidote. Your courage to stand up for what you believe in and doing it with grace 
dignity, respect, and honor, even when you're harassed for doing so? That is what this divided world needs. The world needs people to stand up as bold leaders who fight for their values and truth, and who fights nice. Our democracy is dependent on people standing up for what they believe in, standing up for their values, for our freedom to express and give voice to what matters to us. So be expressive and also listen to other views. Disagree and do it respectfully. Stand up for what you believe and have the generosity to allow others to stand for their beliefs even when they don't match yours. And that doesn't mean to lower your voice in the face of injustice or ignorance. You're allowed to be angry. Be clear. And note to self, always strive to wait until your blood passes from boiling to simmering before hitting the keyboard. Because sometimes I get triggered. Yes, I get really triggered. And I have this way with words. They are sharp and they can slay a dragon in a flash so easily. But I had to make a decision about me controlling my power or it controlling me. There are so many times I really think that someone deserves what I have the power to unleash upon them. And occasionally it it does get the better of me and I let it rip. But then there's this still voice on the inside, just below my heart to the right, that tells me that I've gone too far. So, shoot fire, not gall. And again, never let anyone silence your voice just because you don't have a list of facts and scientific proof for your opinions. Side note, just to be clear, I'm not advocating for blatantly spreading lies. Don't do that. Many will claim that we need uh, to back our opinions with a list of proof. But this is not court. We We don't need to provide evidence for every thought or opinion we share. And claiming that is a suppression technique to try to control and silence people with a different perspective. So don't do that to your neighbor. And don't let them silence you. If someone shares their subjective opinions based on the information they have, that's enough to voice their doubts or opinions. They don't need to be field experts. If that was so, in most cases, there wouldn't be a debate. And most certainly, the person demanding proof wouldn't be qualified to join in the debate either. So don't be silenced by not feeling qualified to speak up, because there's no qualifying program for freedom of speech. And now more than ever, we need to step up as leaders and take the responsibility to stand up for what we believe is true. We need to have to be an example, and we need to do it with honor and respect, even when we're met with dishonor and disrespect. I'll always stand up for freedom and the freedom to voice my opinions, and I'll never take it for granted. Our forefathers fought for our rights to live in freedom, and many died for us to have that freedom and to choose how we live our lives. And in the Western world, we've become so used to living in freedom that we take it for granted. We think it's always going to be this way, just because we've never experienced what it is 
to not have it. And the generation who remembers are mostly gone. We think democracy and selflessness falls naturally in the heart of man, but that's not true. Humans have a desire for certainty and control, and in some people this desire becomes a need. And people with a need for certainty and control will use it as a driver to have it their way. And we see this in relationships. We see it in the workplace, in leadership, and more dangerously, we see it in positions of greater influence and power. So my challenge this week for you is to start to recognize what makes your blood boil, because the things or areas that irritate you are where you have the passion to make a difference, with grace, honor, and respect, always. So with that being said, I wish you a great day in service to your family, your workplace, and your community. Enjoy your day. Neat Doggin. Hey, one more thing. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe so you'll be the first to know when another one airs. And if this episode made your blood boil with irritation, you're in luck because you still have the freedom to unsubscribe and with no hard feelings on my part.